Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. All right, today is 6-28, Tuesday, the 28th of June. You do realize that means the month is getting close to being over, not just the month, but also the second quarter. But not just the second quarter, the first half of the year. Mm. We're coming into a very interesting time frame. Especially with the economy going the way it is. Oh, craziness. All right. I've been watching and listening to some other podcasts. And this is not your normal podcast. I'm just sharing my trades and my thoughts on my trades. I'm not going into a lot of commentary and a lot of BS that everybody else is doing. Talking for hours and hours about people. Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? No. I get in. I make my trades. I make the money that I'm looking for. And that's all I'm looking to do. That's it. Sharing the trades. And, and it's more educational to show you that there are alternative ways of making a halfway decent amount of money using the stock market. Okay. All that being said, let's just get in see where we are. We got four positions. We carried over three from from last week. We picked up one yesterday. And I like the one we picked up yesterday. And it just happens to be the first one we're going to look at today. ABBV is first on our list. ABBV, a dividend king. It's got his dividend coming up in two weeks. So let's see if we can make some profit off of this and go from there. Now, we went through all that details yesterday. So right now, we're just going to go and... um, Look at the last 30 days. Okay, so over the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 155.45. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That was yesterday. Uh, We had a low of 135.76, and that was two weeks ago. Now, this is just the last 30 days. All right, so today we're sitting at 153.98. Let's see where we are, what position we got. It's funny thing is I just got the position yesterday, and I don't know what it was. All right, it was a spread trade. Oh, yeah, this was that it, a little bit over a 50% trade, and the numbers are really freaking cool. All right, I bought the 150, and I sold the 152.5 call. Basically means uh, I'm giving someone the – wait a minute. That the most money I can make off of this trade is two hundred and fifty bucks. Wait a minute, two dollars and fifty cents off of each trade, or two hundred fifty dollars per contract. Now I got nine contracts. Now the neat thing about this one, we're sitting at one fifty three ninety two. I bought the one fifty, sold the one fifty two. So as long as this thing stays above one fifty one, I'm profitable. If it stays about one fifty two and a half, which is the call premium that I sold, I'm going to make my 50% on this one trade. And I think it's only like 700 bucks I'm going to be making off of this one trade, which, hey, I'm good with that. All right. That being said, that was the first one on the list. And ABBV is a dividend king. If I get, well, almost, there's almost no way I would get stuck with the company. The only way I would get stuck buying the company is if the stock fell below uh, 152.50, but stayed above the 150. 
Okay, so that means I'd be able to buy it at 150. But if it goes below 150, then I start losing money. But I can't see why it would lose money. Number one, it's got the dividend coming up in two weeks. Number two, the dividend's over a dollar. Um, uh, number three, the one-year chart looked pretty good. Number four, the 30-day chart looked great. Number five, the seasonality chart looked even better. Okay, not, you know, in worst case scenario, it's a dividend king. They increase their payments to their shareholders every single year for more than 50 years. All right, this is supposed to be a 10-minute thing, so let's just get moving. It's supposed to be the 10-minute trader, so let me just get this uh, rolling. Okay, next stock on the list we've carried for quite a while is Bank of America. Now, last 30 days with Bank of America... Again, we've seen that high at uh, 37.53 and the low at 31.85. And again, we had an update today, which is a good thing. We're sitting at 32.83 at this moment in time. Um, and I sold the 33 calls. Okay. Um so let's see what happens there. Uh, she's sitting at 32.82, which is getting kind of close to the 33. Uh, and if it does go too close, I might have to buy it back. So let's just see how it goes. Next on the list is Lowe's. Lowe's I've been having since January. Mm. We got the high at 199.66 and the low, which was last week. Actually, it's a double low. Almost a triple low at the 170 area. She opened up low. Uh, she opened up uh, today. Uh, ooh, I wonder why I did that. She opened up today at 184.48. And she dropped down to 180.33, which beyond me. But you know what? I sold the 187.5 for a buck 45. That works. Uh, and Lowe's is one of those companies. And guess what? The dividend is going to be kicking out in three weeks for Lowe's. <laughs> it's like I've got a premium on Lowe's every single every single week since the beginning of the year. Now, I lost money three times with Lowe's, but you know it wasn't a huge amount, but still. So I'm still way above. I collected the dividend twice, and it looks like I might be able to collect the dividend a third time in the next couple of weeks. But... She's sitting at 180.58, and I sold the 187.5, and I have no problem whatsoever keeping on keeping hold of this one. All right, next on the list is MO. Now, Altria, I've had for a while. Um, no, wait a minute, not a huge while. Let me say, the last 30 days, Altria, we got that high at 54.89, and that low at 41, which was last week. We're sitting at 43.72 at this moment in time. And uh, let's see if we can sell the 46 or something, maybe. Okay, we got a bid at 43.71 and an ask at 43.72. Let's go with the 44 and a half. Okay, 44 and a half sounds good. Um, 
six contracts because we had 600 shares. Um, right now, the market is at 19 cents. Okay. Let's see what happens. So I'm going to sell six MO100s. Those are the weeklies. One July 22. That is this Friday coming up. 44.5 call at 19 cents a share to limit to open. Okay. That's off to the races. Let's see what it looks like. I'm looking to get 19 cents, and right now it's at 20.5 cents a share. So that should fill, but, you know, let's see what happens. Okay. Now, yesterday we looked at the Dividend Kings, and we looked at Warren Buffett's list. So let's take a look at the Dividend Achievers. Now, the dividend achievers are those companies that have increased their payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. Now, I'm looking at all the dividend achievers that are paying out their dividend in two weeks. And there's only two more. There's actually six of them, but we've already looked at four. Now, remember, um, a dividend king can also be a dividend achiever. Because they've increased for more than 25 years. So ABBV, ABT, and FUL, which is ABV, Abbott Labs, and Fuller, um, are all dividend kings. They are also dividend achievers. Now, Fuller, I'm pretty sure, is a monthly. So I don't really touch the monthlies. So we've got two more to look at today. RPM and MGRC. I think that's McGrath. RPM, I don't know what RPM is. RPM International. Okay, offering a 38 cent dividend. Let's put it into the one year chart. RPM. And before I even go any further, I'm going to put it into the trade grid just to make sure I'm not wasting my time. And I am wasting my time. So I'm going to pass right over RPM because it is a monthly. And I don't do monthlies because I like tying up my money that long. If you're curious about the monthlies, I gave it a good example yesterday where had I did a monthly, I would have only gotten one, one and a half percent return for the month. Granted, that's around 20% a year, but not the point. The point is I'm doing it for weekly cash flow. Okay, Weekly cash flow, I need less of a nest egg in order to have a certain type of income. And that's what I'm looking for. All right. So <clears throat> RPM is not going to do it for me. So MGRC is offering 43 cents. And I was right. McGrath Rent Corp. Um, so McGrath MGRC into the trade grid just to make sure. MGRC. Um, into the trade grid. MGRC. RC, I put it into the, uh, it is a monthly, damn it. All right, so we basically exhausted my main companies I stick with. But I don't want to leave you guys in the lurch. So there are other companies that I, I might take a gander at if I run out of things to look at. So that's what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go and look at my list and find out What else is available? 
um, for our perusal. You like that word? Perusal. We have the CBOE Weekly Optionable Stocks, which is basically every company that offers a, a uh, weekly option, or a dividend stock under 10 bucks. Or high volume stocks. Ooh, high volume stocks. Take a look at those. Nothing. Hmm. We got Caterpillar next week. That's good. Um, but that's not going to help us out today. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, how about the dividend stocks under 10 bucks? Nothing on that list. Um. CBOE weekly optionable stocks. There's a whole bunch. All right. <clears throat> Let's take a quick look. CPB Campbell's Soup. Oh, household name. How can you go wrong with Campbell's Soup? Let's throw it in the trade grid. Wait a minute. I shouldn't even have to put it into the trade grid because it is a weekly. All right. CPB into the one-year chart. CPB into the one-year chart. Ooh, look at that thing. All right. We started out a year ago at $45.89. It didn't take long for it to sink down to its bottom of the year. At, uh, was that, 39 Campbell Soup didn't take long to get to the bottom, like I said, <clears throat> at the 39.73 area. And it also looks like some pretty good support because it hit all in September, October, towards the end of October. Then it hit it again right in the end of November. From there, she jumps up to a trading range between 42 and 45 and went all the way there up until May where she shoots on up to make a high of the year at... Uh, 5194. Now, 5194, then you get your normal profit taking. Then she drops down to the trading range back to the 44 to 40, 48 area. And that's where she is now. Now, I'm going to take a quick look at the last 30 days because our main concern is the next four days. And that's my only main concern. What is she going to do in the next four days? But not only that, but keeping in the back of my mind that if it goes the wrong way, am I okay keeping Campbell Soup? Campbell Soup is a household name. They've been around for decades. Um, so offering a $0.37 cent, um, dividend, which granted is not a lot of money, but however, the stock is only 48 bucks. So let's see how the numbers look. So for the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 48.80. We've seen a low at uh, 44.37. Now she's up, she's down, she's working her back way up again, sitting at 48.15. And all that looks lovely, but, you know, what does that actually mean? It doesn't mean anything. Let's see where she normally goes this time of year from where she is now. And that is basically sideways. This thing's just going to go sideways. And I love companies that go sideways. Do you know why? Because I'm only looking to get 1%. You buy it, the company goes sideways, you sell it, you get your 1%, and it's pretty much um, 
guaranteed. I don't know if you'd call it guaranteed because, hypothetically speaking, they could get on the phone tomorrow and say, you know what, we're canceling our dividends. They could do that, but highly improbable, but it's always that possibility. And Campbell Soup, like I said, household name, really shouldn't be an issue. Let's throw it on up into the trade grid. <clears throat> we got a bid of 48.04 and an ask of 48.06. I like tight spreads, you know, one cent, two cent, because then you know there's a lot of activity and the market makers aren't greedy. Hmm. All righty. So we got three days before options expiration. At the money right now is 48.06. Now, the neat thing about that is you can buy it at 480, well, it's at 48.09 now. <laughs> Keeps going up, which is a good thing. You can buy it at the money, and then you sell someone the option of buying it from you for the exact same price you paid for it. All right, maybe not the exact same price. If you bought it now, it would be 48.09. You're giving someone the option of buying it from you at 48. And for that privilege, they're going to pay you anywhere between 55 and 60 cents a share. Okay? So you could take the $0.09 cent loss and you subtract it from the $0.55, $0.60 cents a share, and you're getting, um, what would that be? 50 48 to $0.50, which is 1%. Now, 1% does not sound like a lot. However, if you do this consistent, consistently every single week, it's 1% per week, and you compound that, you're looking uh, possibly, you know, 60 to 70% per year. But I don't trade for uh, yearly returns. I trade for paying my weekly bills, okay? So if I have small weekly bills, I need a small nest egg to pay my weekly bills. That being said, like I said, you can get your 1% just by doing that. I have no money to play with which is kind of strange. All right. So anyway, yeah, I like Campbell's Soup. I like Campbell's Soup to eat and Campbell's Soup to trade. But there you go. That's a nice one. I like that one. All right, let's go to the next one on the list. Here's something interesting. ABBV and ABT is on this list. Imagine that. They're on three lists so far. All right. We've already looked at them. Uh, we already have positions in... in um, ABBV, Abbott Labs. I don't know why we didn't get any positions in Abbott Labs, but ACN is on this list. So let's take a look at ACN. ACN. Now, ACN started out the year at 294, and I'm going to stop right there. The reason being is that I have a bunch of stocks to look at, number one. Number two, I really don't do stocks over 200 bucks because I've never heard of that. Accenture, but that doesn't mean anything. I mean, they're offering 88 cents a share, which is, if you think about it, it's a $288 stock, and they're offering 88 cents a share. Okay, let's back up and take a look at Campbell's Soup, because we just looked at it. Let me put it back up here so I can give you those numbers fresh off my brain. Campbell Soup is going for $48 a share. 
and they're offering $0.37 cents, um, yeah, $0.37 cent, um, dividend. The numbers just work better with Campbell Soup than uh, that other company, ACN. And I'm, I'm strictly a numbers person because one thing you cannot do is the numbers don't lie. You know, it is what it is. The stock opens what it opens at. The high is what the high is. The low is what the low is. Okay? And the numbers get a higher return buying Campbell's Soup than you would buying ACN. And ACN's over 200 bucks. That's just me. Okay? That's the way I like to do it. Now, next one on the list is FCX. Now, FCX I have a little bit of a problem with. I'm going to quickly throw this in here before I tell you what my problem is. And there's my problem right there. FCX is going for $31.23 a share at the moment, but the dividend is only $0.07. Cents. Do I really want to waste my time and effort for a $0.07 cent dividend? No, not really. But let's take a quick look at the numbers. And also, what I don't like about this is all the gaps. I'm looking at this one-year chart, and there are gaps everywhere. The only thing I like about gaps is they have a tendency to fill. That's it. And I'm not going to chase no $0.07 dividend. So I'm going to pass on that one, and we're going to jump in and take a look at Oracle. O-R-C-L. Into the one-year chart. Here we go. Oracle is offering a $0.32 dividend. Granted, not as good as... Campbell Soup, but hey, is what it is. Um, Oracle started out the year 78, 67, somewhere in that area. Found its high at 89.99 in December, the first weeks of December. From there, you get your normal profit taking, and then you get your retracement. And then she drops down the last 30 days. Let's take a look at the last 30 days. We've seen a high at 74.84 and a low at 63.76. We're sitting at 69.54 at this moment. She basically looks like she's going sideways, but it doesn't tell us much. What does tell us is the seasonality. Now, again, seasonality gives you an idea of what the company usually does during this time of year. That's why they call it seasonality. The seasons. And she's in a very strong upward trend this time of year. So that is a good thing. Let's throw this oracle into the trade grid and see what that says. We got a bid of $69.56 and an ask of uh, $69.59. She just went up. All right. If we were going to do at the money, 69.57, the closest one we could see would be the 70. Wait a minute, 69. All right. Let's go to the numbers again. The bid, 69.52, ask 69.53. Wow, they change so quickly, don't they? So the 69.50 is paying 90 cents a share. 90 cents a share. Okay, did you hear that? That's more than 1% return. Oracle is another one of those household names. Okay, 
and the seasonality has it going into a strong uptrend, and you get the dividend coming up in two weeks. Kind of like a no-brainer type scenario for me, but I can't tell you what to do. I don't begin to tell you what to do. I like Oracle, though. That is a nice. That is a nice. Okay, you got three more to go. Really? Here we go. EOG. EOG. Who's EOG? Who, 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 who? Uh, I didn't know that one. EOG Resources. You can't know all of them. Uh, I probably should because my list is really not that big. Uh, 78 79 a year ago. Okay, took about a month and a half to find its low. And that would be uh, with a 58.21 area, somewhere in that area. Uh, went sideways for a little bit, stair steps its way up to the 90, the 85, into the 90, then to the 107, and then the 120. And then she gets the high of the year, 146. 19 and that was within the last 30 days so the 30-day chart you get the high at 144 and you got the low at 104.96 okay we're sitting at 117.54 at the moment let's see what the seasonality says where can we expect this thing to go the next three days because remember friday's up three days and that's sideways okay i like that I like sideways. Sideways are perfect for covered calls. Mm. Gotta love that. Uh, trade grid for EOG. Let's go. EOG. 117.29. Oh, sorry, just changed right in front of my face. 117.29, 117.31. That's a four cent spread. Okay. So the 117, is that right? 117.2? That is a weird strike price. But I like the number, though. All right, so the 117.2 strike price is going for between 240 and 280. Okay, because the bid is 240 and the ask is 3. Alrighty. So that, my friends, is more than a 1% return. But, um, and, and I like the numbers, and I'm strictly a numbers person. So that one looked pretty good. I don't know if there's anything else we need to know or need to look at. But let's see. Uh, FL? FL? Foot Locker. Now, this doesn't look good. And I'm going to explain to you why it doesn't look good. Foot Locker started out at 61.34 a year ago today. She got a high at 63.15. Got a profit taken, a little trading range in the 56 area. Drops down to another trading range of 49 area. Drops down again to a trading range of 43. And then she gaps down to a trading range of 29 and she spent um, from the end of february to now in this area between 27 and 30 
in the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 33.55 and a low of 27.03. And that was last week. Okay. Go sideways for a little bit. Uh, looks like we have quadruple volume on Friday, last Friday. It was a nice little update. But we have two down days in a row. Lower highs and lower lows. Okay, lower highs, lower lows is definitely not an uptrending um, indicator. All right, seasonality for Foot Locker has us in a little bit of a downslope. You know, sideways with a little bit of a downslope. Uh, I don't even think it's worth even looking at. But I'm going to take a look at it anyway. All right, trade Foot Locker. <clears throat> we got a bid of twenty eight seventy four and an ask of twenty eight seventy five at the money right now. Um, twenty eight seventy five. The twenty eight is going for one hundred five, which, if you subtract the seventy five from it, that's thirty cents. Hey, worth it. You're better off going with the, the 29 at 45 cents a share. You know, because you have the upside if plans are going up. But it, it doesn't look favorable at all. So I'm going to pass on this one. And you guys make up your own mind. I mean, these are what the numbers are. And I'm strictly a numbers person. And I'm only doing this for three days. You know, do I get in and take the chance for that three day to make that 1% or not? It's up to you. Anyway, this is James. I'm done for the day, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be extremely short because there's nothing left to look at other than where we are and what's going on. That being said, James from Dividend Stock Talk and the 10-Minute Trader. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.